baseball trip of a lifetime while bringing awareness to the needs of children through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty Clements. Hello there. And we are back in Canada. We are. After our weekend in St. Louis for the lovely wedding of our friends, Greg Katsky and Emily Lanchet. Now, hashtag Gremily. Or hashtag Cachet, as she corrected you. Yeah. But, see, they're going to have the same last name, though, so cachet doesn't work, so it's still Grammarly. Whatever I'm, you say, dear. I'm sticking to it. Okay. So, anyway, um, <laughs> back to Home Run on Wheels. Hashtag Home Run on Wheels. Use that on all your social media platforms, and you can find the Home Run on Wheels account at Facebook and Instagram, and uh, you can shoot us a note at, there or at homerunonwheels.com. Shoot us a note there. So, in the last podcast episode, we kind of looked back. At the 10 stadiums we have visited so far. And we did our rankings of those 10 stadiums in the National and American League East divisions. Today, we're going to look forward to the remaining 20 stadiums. Yeah, so 10 down, 20 to go. Right. And number 11 will be PNC Park in Pittsburgh. And this is highly regarded as one of the gems of Major League Baseball. We have heard... A lot of people tell us, oh my God, PNC Park is the greatest. We have. So that's one I'm looking forward to. And another one that I am looking forward to as well is the Bayside. AT&T Park in San Francisco? Yes, indeed. And I am looking forward to that for a multitude of reasons. One, like PNC Park, it's been one that people have told us it's the best. Two... It's my birthday when we're going to be out there, July 27th. Yeah, and so your Brewers are going to be playing. So... And three, the Brewers are going to be playing, the Giants. Right, and so go Giants. Oh. I don't care if it is your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks, sweetie. I guess it's a good thing the Cardinals aren't playing the Padres when we're going to be in San Diego for your birthday. If the... Uh, whoever was playing the Bears on my birthday, would you say, would you be happy? And if the your Bears birthday's won? in August, it's a preseason game. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's a theoretical question. <laughs> your birthday's in August. Who cares? <laughs> All right, but anyway, we were saying, looking forward. Yeah, and I, I not just because it's my birthday or they're playing the Brewers, but. P, but AT&T Park is the park that I'm most looking forward to. Um, you see the images of Barry Bonds years ago hitting the home runs into McCovey Cove, like hitting him into the water. Right. And honestly, I think it'd be fun. I don't know if it's going to work out, if we're going to have time, because in that end of July, early August time frame, we're going to have a pretty condensed schedule getting from San Francisco and Oakland and then down to Los Angeles. But... It'd be fun if, if it works out, if we could go to two games at AT&T Park. One, sitting inside the stadium, and then two, 
like renting a kayak and sitting out in the water. We're I on think a that'd boat, be fun. That would I, be awesome, it, it, actually. Yeah. So I that think is, we need to make it happen. Okay. Okay. All right. So Decision July, made. <laughs> so July 27th, inside the stadium. July 28th, in McCovey Cove. July 29th, in Oakland. I think the Blue Jays are going to be there. And then July 31st, because we got to give ourselves a day of travel. July 31st, we watch the Dodgers play at, at Dodger Stadium. I, th- I, th- I think we just figured it out. Done. Boom shakalaka. And that's uh, kind of how our planning goes. <laughs> Pretty much. Behind the scenes, we're, we're kind of like, we have our loose plan, but we have some reasons for making sure it is flexible, and there you go. Yep. And in Pittsburgh... We're actually saying in Slippery Rock because somebody, it might be the more masculine voice in this uh, two-person podcast. Who you call a masculine? <laughs> yeah, I, it was say. Ron Clements. Yeah, it was you. Let's yeah, just it say it. it was me. Yep. I dropped the ball on uh, reserving an RV park in the Pittsburgh area. So we're saying in Slippery Rock, almost an hour away. And um, we're getting in on Thursday, this Thursday. We're going to the game on Friday, Cardinals-Pirates on Friday, and we're actually going to sit up, and we will do our PNC Park Stadium reviews, fear not, but we were told to sit up, the higher you sit, the better at PNC Park, because then you can see more of where PNC Park is actually situated right on the water uh, with the the bridge and the Allegheny River and downtown Pittsburgh, and you can just kind of see everything. And so we we're sitting 300 level, and uh, like right behind home plate, so we should have an awesome vantage point from there. Sounds good to me. Uh, and then from there, so anyway, yeah, I didn't even finish what I was saying. So yeah, I kind of dropped the ball. So we're staying an hour north of Pittsburgh in Slippery Rock. And there's a music festival going on at the campground at the same time. It's the Lion Fire Music Festival. And uh, Puddle of Mud was like really the only band that I recognized for this music fest. If you guys have some some suggestions with the Lion Fire Music Festival, like who we should be paying attention to, who we should really make sure we see live, please let us know. And I haven't even looked at the list of, of folks you were taking care of Educate us. So. But I booked that. Thursday I think and uh, like Thursday afternoon but then on Friday made some pretty good progress about trying to set up some things to get some kids to a game when we end this trip in St. Louis in September and um, things are looking promising in the early going again we you know we're still in May we're looking at September Friday started getting the ball rolling here and uh, things are promising for September and I think the things that so we talked about the stadiums we're looking forward to but second half of the season or not second half of the season but the last two thirds of the stadiums rather what I'm looking forward to is what we got set up like in Detroit the Tigers uh, we pretty much got like a loose confirmation that they are going to donate 20 tickets to the Student Advocacy Center of Michigan uh, for either the June 12th or June 13th game and then we got the 50 tickets from the Brewers for the June 21st game against the Cardinals. Things are in the works now with a Twins game in Minneapolis. 
We've got something hopefully going to happen in Denver with the Colorado Rockies game with Lutheran Family Services of the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, and Denver's another one, by the way, the stadium I'm looking forward to and the area. You know what? Somebody referred to, to that to me like or described it to me as like Bush Stadium with the Rocky Mountains as the backdrop instead of the arch. That sounds pretty awesome. Right. So I have been outside of Coors Field. I've never been in it. I've never been near it. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, same thing with like uh, Safeco Field up in Seattle. I have driven by it, never been in it. So that's one I'm, I'm looking forward to. But as far as like the things though, uh, we got some things hopefully in the works in Los Angeles, Arlington, Texas, and I mentioned St. Louis. And hopefully... If we can get some more publicity about this and people keep continuing to spread the message we are trying to spread, help us spread that message, hopefully organizations and teams will be reaching out to us. And that's kind of like the dream there. Because it's worth it, though. It, it's yeah, worth it, the it is definitely worth it. And and uh, I don't I don't know if people realize how tough it is, though, when, when we're 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 traveling from place to place we're trying to set, to set these things up and make our scheduling plans and you know it's it's very multifaceted and uh so we're trying to do as much as we can it's not easy though um so hopefully if we can get the word out and people start spreading the word we get a little assistance where t- people are reaching out to us instead of us trying to reach out to them because we want to do some good and, uh, well, and again, it's ho- not just through getting the that. kids to the games. It's also spreading the word and getting folks to get volunteer, get involved, etc. So yeah, if we can inspire people to foster, adopt, volunteer or donate and you can donate to Children's Hope Alliance by texting the word healing to five zero one five five. And, you know, even at uh, Gremily's wedding. Greg and Emily's wedding in St. Louis, you know, we were continuing to spread that message. We kind of took a little break from the home run on wheels trip to attend the wedding, but at the airport, we're telling people about what we're doing. And uh, at the at the wedding reception, we're telling people about what what we're doing. And it's not something that's really forced either. As we've discussed before on the podcast, it's kind of a natural conversation thing where it's like, where do you live? Well, <laughs> We're living in an RV because this is what we're doing. And if if anybody knows me, they know that I don't just talk to people with an agenda. I talk to people to talk to people. I like talk, I like speaking with people. My dad says I've never met a stranger. So it's not like a disingenuous thing where I am like trying to intentionally start up a conversation so I can try to tell them about what we're doing. Because I have been like this my entire life just speaking with people absolutely i can attest to that and a lot of people as you said anyone who's met you knows that (laughs) so and and but it's wonderful now that we have this this thing that we're doing and this message we can we can spread about what we're doing and trying to get people involved and trying to inspire people and uh uh, children we're I'm, i'm honored to be aligned with an organization like children's hope alliance and uh if you want to learn more about Children's Hope Alliance, go to childrenshopealliance.org and spend the next uh, minute and a half listening to this. 
I didn't give birth to these kids, but they're here and they're our family and they're our kids. Carrie and her husband couldn't have a baby on their own, but they wanted to raise a family. So they reached out to Children's Hope Alliance to learn about becoming foster parents. Children's Hope Alliance helped place a little boy named Riley in their home. The couple adopted Riley about a year later, then adopted his older brother too. Now their house and their hearts are full of family. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate. Did you know there are enough kids in foster care to fill the rosters of almost 1,500 MLB teams and their entire farm systems? We need more foster parents. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn more. In 2014, there were 702,000 cases of reported child maltreatment in the U.S. That's enough to pack Wrigley Field 17 times. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn how to give hope to a child. You're seeing everybody else have a family. I remember just like, you know, like saying, what's wrong with me, you know? Josh spent 16 years in DSS custody after unthinkable abuse and neglect. He came to Children's Hope Alliance last year to join our independent living program to help him transition into adulthood. I'm thankful being an independent living of the Children's Hope Alliance because I don't know where else I would be. Independent living is just one of nearly 30 programs at Children's Hope Alliance. Visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate to learn how to help kids like Josh. Welcome back to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. So Ron and I are talking about the remainder of our trip, the last 20 of 30 stadiums. And so Ron, what I was kind of looking at is the whole clustering of the stadiums that we've been to so far. You know, it may seem like we have traveled a lot of miles, but we've got a lot of miles ahead of us. We do. And I think when we go to Denver from Minneapolis, which is a not a short stretch of road. Right. But before the All-Star break, I think we'll actually have like 19 of the 30 stadiums knocked out before the All-Star break. And the other 11 are so f- stretched out because the, the, the two of the longest road stretches we will have are in that final third. When we go from Denver to Seattle, it's 1,300 miles. And when we go from Phoenix to Houston, it's like 1,200 miles. And we talked about in the first part of the podcast, the first segment of the podcast, the things we're most looking forward to. The things I am least looking forward to are those two super long stretches of road we have. And, you know, from Seattle to San Francisco, not a short stretch either, although we will spend a night or two in Oregon on the way down there. But what I was going to say is, what are what are you looking forward to in the fact you talked we talked about the stadiums we're looking forward to we talked about the experiences we're looking forward to with the kids and everything like that but also what stretch of road are you looking forward to well i i actually have have i I joke but i have been looking forward to driving out west because it's just such beautiful country it's open and when we were in maine we did a little fireside chat thing. We talked about how many stars we could see at Acadia National Park at night. It was just, you know, because it was, it was pretty, Yeah, it was very it was clear, dark no light looked, pollution yeah. or limited and light pollution. I can just imagine the, 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 the sky we're going to see if we stop for a night in Wyoming or, or Mon, uh, we're not going to go to Montana, but, or in Idaho or even in eastern Washington, just like the open, Sky, uh, we're we're, we're going to be in both Dakotas, North and South Dakota. We're going to, uh, you know, just spending the nights there. If we're in like a rural campground, 
I, I am really looking forward to seeing the night sky. I think it's just like a pure thing. Like, like, like you mentioned, no light pollution. And I'm, that's going to be pretty cool. And then during the day, it's just beautiful country. Well, yeah. And we've talked before about with, I can't remember where we were when we were speaking with someone. Maybe it was when we were in Italy or when we were traveling to Italy or back when we were talking with someone about that would have been last year for our honeymoon folks right we were talking about the vast different terrains etc climates within the united states of america there are just so many different and people in europe were actually commenting on that like how i had mentioned that i had really never traveled to europe before for pleasure Uh, i did a month in greece when i was in the marine corps and this these people in year who live in europe i think they were i think they lived in england and they were traveling down to italy but they said well heck you have everything you could possibly want in the u.s as far as climate you have rainforests and if you want to go to, to to puerto rico or hawaii uh you have mountains both on both coasts and in and in the cent- western central part of the state or the country with the the uh, Rockies, uh, you've got snow, you've got beaches. You know, you've, yeah, we've got like every climate. We've got deserts. Every climate you can imagine we have in the United States. Yeah, and it, it's the desert. I'm kind of looking forward to that. So many movies, you see them driving across those desert states. And I know that's going to be a vast uh, stretch there. <laughs> so yeah, we especially might get going sick from, of seeing the desert. Especially going from Phoenix to Houston. But I'm looking forward to that. I am too, and it, you know, like, and it's the scenery. Uh, we we have we plan on visiting the Grand Canyon. I've never been there before. Yellowstone, I've never been there before. Um, so yeah, and we have the America the Beautiful Pass, so we can you know get into these national parks. And so I, I, that is probably the one thing I've enjoyed most about this trip is just what we we've been able to see and what I what I know we're going to see. And uh, one of those things that we see outside of the scenery is like the joy on I will never ever ever forget the joy that we saw on heaven's face the little girl in Durham North Carolina when she went to her first ever baseball game and it was a triple-a game between the Charlotte Knights and Durham Bulls I will never ever forget that it just it it I'm tearing up now just thinking about it because it was just such a happy thing that it's like you know we helped make that happen we didn't make it happen but we helped make that happen and just to have a part in that it just just melts my heart well and that reminds me you know you talk about childhood memories and things like that and making those memories and i think about road trips in general and we used to take road trips when i was young um with my parents i was pretty young for some of the early ones because i was the surprise my sisters are 7 10 and 11 years older than me but yeah it's just a great memory to make with your family so you know also being able to get these kids with foster families who could maybe give them that kind of experience as well where you can just make memories being with your family going on trips or what have you you don't have to spend a lot to do that nope and you know we've talked about it before but when we were in Greensboro and we got the 20 tickets from the Greensboro Grasshoppers and the 40 tickets from the Miami Marlins to our kids down in uh, uh, Miami none of those families even knew who we were and that's fine right 
we we as, aren't doing it for that. We as as long want as them to get the experience. Regardless. As long as those kids know that their foster family, their foster parents, or their uncle or whoever it was, took them to a baseball game for the first time. That's all the kids need to know. Exactly. They don't need to know how or why that happened. As long as you know, they'll be telling that story. 10, 15, 20 years from now, I remember when I was eight years old, my foster dad took me to a baseball game. That's that's all we, we want to accomplish. Just that, that memory that will last them their lifetime. And uh, a good positive memory because um, a lot of these kids need that. And again, if you want to donate to Children's Hope Alliance, text the word HEALING to 50155. And if you do not live in North Carolina... And you want to get involved in a local organization, you know, just you know, uh, look, just just look it up. Yeah, and if you need help with that, if you're looking and you're not sure about which ones are reputable, etc. Yeah, contact send us, us. A note and we we will reach out to find out that information for your area. Yeah, we are pretty responsive because this is what we're doing. Patty is still working for uh, from the road, but this. Venture Home Run on Wheels has become my full-time gig. So uh, we are very responsive, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, uh, email, Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitter, Ron underscore Clements. But when we come to you next, it'll be Thursday, and we will be settling into Pittsburgh, getting ready to see the Cardinals and Pirates play at PNC Park on Friday, May 25th. And we are definitely looking forward to that. Again, one of the gems of Major League Baseball, PNC Park. Uh, and then after that, it'll be Progressive Field and Great American Ballpark. Pups in the Park, or excuse me, Bark in the Park at Great American Ballpark. Holmes will go to his second baseball game. He's going to love it, I'm sure. Actually, what he's going <laughs> to love is he's probably going to get another hot dog. Probably. <laughs> but until Thursday, guys, uh, that's going to do it for the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. <laughs>